from in front, from behind, from the side, in every way our tribe hunt men, men down, hunt him down, destroy him, ruin him. And why mustn't I hunt him down? Because he was the reason for my failure. I have collapsed, I have fallen down. So if I have collapsed, then he must also fail. So the catalyst in Shaitan's vow was this element of jealousy. That he got blessed and because of him I failed. If I failed, then he must also fail. This was the actual reason for his whole failure and collapse. But now that he's taken a vow to mislead us in every way, whichever way, mentally, physically, emotionally, materially, fail us, he'll bring about collapse, he'll bring about failure. So then what's our protection? We need to have some type of a defense to protect and guard us. So Shaitan sometimes in his folly, in his naivety, he gives up the game. And he says, that Most men will not have the quality of shukar, gratitude, appreciate. From the point where he's unappreciative, he's not showing gratitude, that's the point where he'll bring about his collapse and his failure. So that means you have to block him through shukar. You have to stop him and block all the passages of shaitan with gratitude, appreciation, every second, every moment of our life. The reason is that every moment of our life, he is looking for a failure. So that requires of us that we are on guard all the time, 24-7, all the time we are on our guard. He's just looking for an opportunity to slip us, to drop us down, to cause us to fail. And that requires that at every given moment we are in the state of gratitude, in the state of thanks. <coughs> now, the gratitude is shown in different ways, not shown in one single way. Allah it is He who has blessed you with the faculties of sight, hearing, and the mind and the heart to understand. Faculties of sight, faculties of hearing, and faculties of understanding. Now, these faculties are so priceless that if someone were to bargain with us with all the money in the world, you don't want to bargain. And more especially the faculty of reasoning, understanding. You got a mind, and that mind enables you to to reach up to the right conclusion, to make right judgments, to be able to analyze things in perspective. So what enables you to be able to understand, reason, reach up to the right conclusions, uh, right ends? It's your mind. The faculty is so priceless, and with it, you've got a value. Without it, you've got absolutely no value. You can't understand, can't reason, can't see things. The ability of understanding and reasoning is all collapsed. So your mind and your intelligence has been deleted. Once it's deleted, I ask you, is there any value to the man? Man's value is gone because the intelligence so These faculties have been given to us without any application. We didn't apply. We didn't ask Allah Ta'ala. But on the house, Allah just gave it to us. Alright, take it, take it. Qaleelam matashkurun. Allah thereafter complains. But it's very little thanks that you often understand the magnitude, understand the type of gratitude that you are showing. We give our staffs 10,000, 12,000 at the end of the month. And we want the world service from him. Any small misdemeanor, and you're going to be on his case. Yeah, I give you so much. And you don't appreciate, you don't do your work right, and you know money doesn't grow on the trees, and make a big story about it. And then, do we apply the same concept in our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? When we want to work from the person, they will shout him, sway him, 
uh, run the person down, mediate him, and extort our. We have applied the same rule with our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Qaliram, that's why Allah Ta'ala complains. Qaliram, matashkun, very little thanks to you offer. So this gratitude, one is, it's shown to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala wants, just as we are grateful to Allah Ta'ala, we are grateful to people as well, according to their good and their kindness towards us, we show gratitude and respect to them as well. It's not just to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala, obviously everything comes from Him. But then Allah Ta'ala has created means for people to run their lives. Like Allah Ta'ala could have rained people from the heavens straight. Nobody could stop Him. But He brought us down through parents, grandparents, etc. And then He wants us, all these means that came, that came that were the means of the favor reaching you, then you'll be grateful to them as well. Grateful to Allah Ta'ala, because your parents were the apparent means for your existence. Without them, you wouldn't have existed. So they're the apparent means. So Allah Ta'ala wants that you show thanks to Allah Ta'ala and thanks to your parents as well. Now, and then gratitude is for your own good. Doing that appreciation is for your own good. But Allah Ta'ala is so pleased with this that you are thankful to Him and you're thankful to your parents or others that come uh, they hold a significant position in your life and you are thankful to them. So the hadith says that just one good look towards your parents, an obedient child, and he looks at his parents with love and with respect. So one makbul had you get. Imagine the amount of money that you require, the amount of time, etc. that you require to do the hajj. Now, you show respect, be obedient to your parents for the good that they have done, the kindness that they have shown, and you just look at them once, respect, with muhabbat, and one makbul hajj. Umar asked, what if someone looks at his parents a hundred times? So, Rasulullah answers, Allah Akbar, Allah is even greater. What is one hajj for him? What is a hundred hajj for him? It's just it's a small fry. For him to give that right type of reward, is nothing for him. Carry on achieving, aspiring. So primarily the gratitude and the thanks that we owe to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the favors that he's bestowed. It's not that we cannot admire someone else's wealth. To admire, we can be feeling happy for the person. Or a car, or a house, or a business. He was insecure now, now he's secure, alhamdulillah. So we appreciate and we have, we are happy for him. We rejoice in his happiness. A Muslim's happiness, one Muslim's happiness is supposed to be the happiness of every Muslim. My brother, alhamdulillah, my friend is going up. Alhamdulillah, Allah will grant him more prosperity. But then, admiring and looking at his good must be just to a certain point. After that point, we cut off. Now, what is the reason that we cut off from beyond that point? Because to a certain point, it will be you wishing well for your brother, rejoicing for his happiness, you are rejoicing for his prosperity. That then you will not just admire, now you aspire. He's got it, why don't I have it? He's got everything, I don't have anything. Now you are running well, you are a car, you are moving, you are mobile, everything is happening for you, everything is working out, you are eating well, you've got a house of your own, you got all things. But now you over admired what he's got, and then you feel sympathetic towards yourself. Why don't I have it? Why does he have it? Now that brings in ingratitude. That you're not thinking, all right, I've got this car, I've got a house, I'm eating well, I've got a beautiful wife, I've got everything. But I'm not thinking about the person that is lesser privileged than me. What about those people that are living in informal settlements? If I ever compare myself against them, that I got so much, what have they got? If we compare ourselves to these type of people, then we will be able to show gratitude. But now we are just looking at the one that is higher than us. He's got this Merc, he's got a BM, he's got a Fortuner, he's got this type of a car. And I don't have anything. I'm sure like Katara, Subhum, Corolla. 
So you'll never show gratitude to Allah, you'll never be appreciative. And when you have closed the door of appreciation, you have opened the door to shaitan. Shaitan is saying, how else attack him and attack him at this point? And you'll not end there. Sometimes you'll aspire for that, and sometimes you'll entertain wrong thoughts about your brother. Yeah, these people are driving all, all these fancy, fancy cars, races, etc. And they, uh, they are servicing all the debts to the banks and haram and all that. They don't worry about halal and haram. Whose money they're eating, they're pulling the creditors, they're carrying them, uh, just pulling them, dragging them, and uh, they're driving this type of cars. Now I ask you, have you got any proof to say that he is living on the bank? Have you got any proof to say that he's stealing and robbing and cheating? Have you got any proof? How will you answer if Allah were to ask you on the day of Qiyamah, you don't have any proof and evidence, then don't pursue it. But because you over-admired, you aspired, and then you couldn't reach up to that. When you couldn't reach up to that, now you're entertaining wrong thoughts about your brother. Why he's got it? Why don't I have it? He, because he lives with the bank, he's robbing, cheating, he's squeezing his creditors, etc. So all the type of wrong thoughts, as if I don't have the luxury. And further, I am making my own life miserable. When I'm harboring the entertaining wrong thoughts about my brother, then I've got misery within myself. I will probably do myself. The second problem, the third problem, then it escalates. It goes on escalating. How it escalates, then after that. Then now I can't meet up to his level. I can't reach up to his level. Then I have to live with the banks, or to borrow, beg, speak lies, squeeze someone else. So now all this thing starts off from... Not be not being appreciative. So the solution was be appreciative every second of your moment, every second of your life. Be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for what is blessed you. <coughs> one is the appreciation that we're supposed to show to Allah ta'ala, and that's primary. And one is the appreciation and gratitude we're supposed to show to people. Both are important. As Luqman is the only non-Nabi who's Advices are recorded in the Quran Sharif by name. By name is he's recorded, his, his advices are recorded. The Abyssinian, with all the features of an Abyssinian, and he's the only person in the old Quran Sharif whose advisors have been recorded in the Quran Sharif with name. So it's recorded about Luqman alayhi salam. His boss came around the farm that he was overlooking. He asked Luqman, this bring me a fruit, good fruit bring. Whatever he thought was a good fruit, he offered it. And he thought to himself, all right, let me offer one piece, let me slice the thing and offer one piece to Luqman. Luqman is eating it with a lot of relish, enjoyment. Now the boss is saying to himself, when it's so enjoyable, why must I get left out? He's enjoying, I must also enjoy. He cut a slice and put it to mouth. It's so good, he had to split it out. But Luqman, how did you find it so enjoyable? So Luqman cheered for a moment. He says, you see this hand here, showing to the, showing the boss, this hand. I've enjoyed so many luxuries. Now, if one thing by mistake came my way to him, must I complain? I've enjoyed so much at his hands. One thing accidentally, mistakenly has come through him to me. Have I got the tongue to complain? So exactly the same. We are enjoying so much from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One small, one or two small mishaps. And then we have the heart to complain, complain, not to show gratitude for what we are all enjoying. Is that the right behavior? <coughs> there was a saintly person amongst the awliya. Azi Abdul Qadir Sahib of Pakistan, <coughs> he met up with an accident, quite serious, hospitalized, and the seniors of Raivin, Babul Wab, etc. had gone to pay him a visit. But it is among the Sunnats to go and visit the sick. Like it was the habit of our late Imam Harun Sahib Rahmatullahi, to visit the sick, poor or wealthy, whoever it was. But after dialysis, he's already very weak, down. But he'll make it a point meeting every, every sick person in the hospital. So, he went up, the whole Jamaat went to go and meet him. So, Instead of them offering 
words of sympathy to him, he began to show gratitude. He said, see, for three reasons, I'm so thankful to Allah. Allah. I'm so thankful to Allah, Allah for three Although he was in a bad way, in a bad way, seriously hurt, injured. But he's saying, for three reasons, I need to be very thankful to Allah. Allah. The first reason, he says, that jism ko chot lagi, iman ko chot nahi laga. First reason is that I'm hurt physically, bodily I'm hurt, but my iman has not been affected. It could be the other way around, that physically, like how our children are going to schools and universities, behavior is affected, iman is affected, but we don't think much about it because we feel uh, material is very important, material security is very important. Even though in the process we are damaging iman, it's all right. But now there, this awliya-i-kiram, how they look at life, they look at it differently, that all right, we can go through a physical problem, but the iman must not be affected because that's the thing that's going to carry us. The vehicle will carry us to the cover, to the hereafter. That mustn't go to any problem. This is, I'm very thankful to Allah Ta'ala that my iman, alhamdulillah, is secure. It's not affected in the least. But I'm grateful to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, though physically I'm bad, but mentally and my iman is still the same. The second reason that I'm very, very grateful to Allah Ta'ala is that Allah Ta'ala got unlimited treasures of everything. If there's treasures of blessings, luxury, comforts, then there's treasures of problems, misfortunes, and trouble as well. From, from all the treasures that he's got, he's just given me a small, minuscule of a problem he's given me. He will have given me, it can be much, much worse. But a small, minuscule is given me, and he saved me from so much, so many other misfortunes. I'm so thankful to Allah Ta'ala that he just tried me out with something very small and insignificant, and he saved me for the greater time. So this is the second reason why I'm so grateful to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And the third reason I'm so grateful to Allah Ta'ala is I'm grateful for you as well. I'm happy for you as well. I mean, you have come to visit me, then for your one single visit, 70,000 malaika are making dua for your forgiveness. 70,000 malaika are making dua for forgiveness. Oh, Mona Harun Sabra is a little bit cheerful in his temperament. So he'll meet all the sick people, say 50 people, and then just do the calculation. See, 70,000 times 50, now what's all we getting? Now that's a, that's a Muslim that you have that hope and anticipation in the treasure of Allah Ta'ala. We'll do this, Allah will see us right. We will do this, and Allah will look at us favorably. Allah Ta'ala grant us tofu. الحمد لله علي الذات عظيم الصفات سمي السمات كبير الشان جليل القدر رفيع الذكر مطاع الأمر جليل البرهان 
فصيم الاسم غذير العلم وسيل الحلم كثير الأفرى عطاء مجيب الدعاء عميم الإحسان سريع الحساب شديد العقاب أليم العذاب عزيز السلطان ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له في الخلق والأمر ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله المبعوث إلى الأسود والأحمر المنعود بشرح الصدر ورفع الذكر وصلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه الذين هم خلاصة العرب العرباء وخير الخلائق بعد الأنبياء أما بعد فيا أيها الناس وحد الله فإن التوحيد رأس الطاعات واتقوا الله فإن التقوى ملاك الحسنات وعليكم بالسنة فإن السنة تهدي للطاعة ومن أطاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى وإياكم البدعة فإن البدعة تهدي للمعصية ومن يعصي الله ورسوله فقد ظل وروى وعليكم بالصدق فإن الصدق ينجي والكذب يهلك وعليكم بالإحسان فإن الله يحب المحسنين ولا تقنتوا من رحمة الله فإنه أرحم الراحمين ولا تحب الدنيا فتكونوا من الخاسرين ألا وإن نفسا لن تموت حتى تستكمل رزقها فاتقوا الله واجملوا في الطلب وتوكلوا عليه فإن الله يحب المتوكلين ودعوا فإن ربكم مجيب الداعين واستغفروه يمددكم بأموال وبنين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم فقال ربكم ادعوني أستجب لكم إن الذين يستكبرون عن عبادتي سيدخلون جهنم داخلين بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات وذكر الحكيم إنه تعالى جواد كريم ملك بر الرؤوف الرحيم ورب حليم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات عمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أغسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصهما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر وأصدقهم حيان عثمان وأفردهم زيد بن ثابت وأقرأهم بي بن كعب وأعلمهم بالحلال والحرام معاذ بن جبل ولكل أمة أمين وأمين وهذه الأمة أبو عبيدة بن الجراح وأقضاهم علي وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب أهل الجنة وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وعن كل الصحابة أجمعين اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا الله الله في أصحابي لا دد فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم ومن آذاهم فقد آذاني ومن آذاني فقد آذى الله 
ومن هذا الله فيوشك ويأخذه اللهم أيد الإسلام وانصاره وأذل الشرك وأشراره اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى وجعل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى قال الله سبحانه وتعالى إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم أنعمت عليهم عين المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين والشمس وضحاها والقمر إذا تلاها والنهار إذا جلاها والليل إذا وما بناها والأرض وما طحاها ونس وما سواها فألهمها فجورها وتقواها قد أفلح من زكاها وقد خاب من دساها كذبت ثمود بطواها إذ بعث أشقاها فقال لهم رسول الله ناقة الله وسقياها فكذبوه فعقروها فدمدم عليهم فدمدم عليهم ربهم بذنبهم فسواها ولا يخاف عقباها الله أكبر سمي الله لمن حميدا الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين والتين والزيتون وطول سينين وهذا البلد الأمين لقد خلقنا الإنسان في أحسن تقويم ثم عددناه أسفل سافلين إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات فلهم أجر غير ممنون 
فما يكذبك بعد بالدين أليس الله بأحكم الحاكمين الله أكبر سمي الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم تسلمك السلام تبارك الله رحمتك يا رحمة الله